A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. Talking the beautiful game here on Money FM 89.3, Philip O, the former Home United and Algang United coach and author Neil Humphreys, who writes for the new paper on football. Neil, this is something that's gone under your nose over the last uh, few days. Uh, Richard Scudamore, yes. who is the outgoing executive chairman of the Premier League, accepting £5 million as a departure bonus. And uh, it was £250,000, I think, from every club. They've all chipped in for this. Uh, it seems like a pretty generous gift to leave with. Well, it's a completely unnecessary gift. And I, I have an issue with it. Not so much the money, which is pocket change per club, 250000 It just represents all that is wrong with the soulless, crass, money-grabbing, greedy institution that the Premier League has become. Um, it's all about the. It's like globalization in a microcosm. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Now, I have no issue with the amount because that's pocket change. The fact that this man needs this money is absurd. He's been paid over £26 million in salary. Now, there's a lot of capitalists out there mm-hmm. and corporate fans that would say, well, he's generated billions for the. That would have happened with or without Richard Scudamore, right? Did he score Aguero's last-minute goal in 2012 that made it a global yeah. phenomenon? No, he didn't. Mm. You know, So certain things happened. Did he create the class of 92 that made the thing go global? No. Mm. You had a lot of seven... There's a lot of serendipity with yes. the EPL. Yeah, yeah. Cable television, the internet, class of 92, Beckham Mania, the Spice Boys at Liverpool, Eric mm. Cantona, mm. Sir Alex Ferguson's great team all coincided at the same time, at the late 90s, and he just happened to be the man at the helm who profited from that. And great, you know, Mm -hmm. he earned a very good salary. He earned more money than a lot of the footballers, £26 million. So Bruce Buck, who's at at Chelsea and who represents Chelsea, at this Premier League meeting says, we should give £5 million to my good friend who I go shooting with (laughs) at the weekends, right? So we'll all pay £250,000 each. This was not put to a vote, Mm. unnecessary. Mm. Everybody agreed to give him the five million pounds. Why do I have an issue with this? Because for years now, the English Football Association has been sort of battling with the English Premier League to give more money to the grassroots. Yeah, and this is a battle between two different bodies, we should explain. They're not the same. And they separated. And the Premier League is its own separate money-making balloon. Now, it argues it gives 3.6% of the Premier League's annual TV income to grassroots. Mm. And they've been fighting for years to make it 5%. Because if you've read the stories, grassroots facilities, despite having the richest league on the planet, are extraordinarily underfunded. You've got local facilities closing down. You've got youth teams unable to to stay alive. And they're just fighting for this extra from 3.6% to 5%. The clubs, the Premier League, won't even notice it and they won't give it to 1. them. 1.4% is it, not much. It would generate millions, mm. millions and millions and millions of pounds for the for the grassroots. They're not getting it, right? As I say, 19 years' salary has worked out to be £26 million for Scudamore. And this is the thing that really bothers me. The Premier League is constantly getting into trouble. These are things that Asian Singaporeans don't see because they're 2,300 lowly paid workers because that's how much £5 million could pay. Most of them are not getting what's considered to be a real living wage wow, in the UK. That is shocking. Now, listen to this. I'll ask both of you. Mm. Of all the 20 Premier League clubs, how many do you think pay their staff, their stadium staff, their club staff, the living wage in the UK? How many out of the 20 would you say, Philip? Probably half. Quarter? It's four. Four. 
Only pathetic. four. It's not even half. And the wow. four clubs to give them their due are Chelsea, Everton, West Ham <laughs> and Liverpool. They are the only four wow. clubs that across the board pay their staff what is accepted to be the living wage. And what makes it worse within that is that a lot of these things like cleaners, mm. security guards, match day staff, they are outsourced, aren't they? They are yeah, subcontracted yeah. Mm. to agencies yes. and they get even less than the living right. wage. So my issue with is mm. there are thousands upon thousands of workers who don't even get a living wage working in the EPL. They're the people that make our matches work. Mm. Mm. This guy does not need £5 million. That's my issue. You know, Philippe has uh, got a good person to comment on this because, A, he's a Liverpool fan, followed the Premier League for years. He's worked uh, as a professional coach in uh, the Singapore S-League, as it was known when you were coaching. Now you're working in, in junior development. Yep. Uh, so, look, we can we can play devil's advocate here and say, look, the Premier League is extremely profitable and Richard Scudamore has been part of that and yep. he deserves a good payout. But what's your reaction to this? Yeah, um, I like the point when uh, Neil talked about the youth development. Yeah, so if if on one end the EPL clubs are so so rich and they've got so much money, but on the other end your your grassroots are suffering. And I think instead of give 5 million to this guy, why don't you spend 5 million on on youth? Give 5 million dollars to the grassroots so that they can run their program properly because in maybe in 10 years time England will be a powerhouse because then another 10 uh, Jaden Sancho's come come into the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I think yeah, money money has to be has to be well spent. And uh, you are right, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And I'm shocked to hear that there's only four clubs paying their their this you know the cleaners, wage. the, the, the security stuff. Yeah. yeah, minimum wage. You know, it's it's become such a business. And I've actually interviewed Richard Scudamore. I've spent a bit of time with him when mm. I was a Premier League mm. host in Malaysia. I sat down with him, and you know what really struck me? I, I wasn't about you know who, this guy or who it is. How much money he making? That's the only thing I could think about. This guy because I knew what sort of salary he was make, making mm. back then, and probably five eight years ago. The amount of money that this guy—it's—he's like like a like the biggest of CEOs or executives. Mm. It's it was staggering when you worked out what his wages were. And again, people listening to Money FM will think that's the capitalistic model of mm, the world. Yeah, he's rewarding his profit uh, uh, shareholders and so on. That's but you see, without being too idealistic, football, English football, all football was set up as a social enterprise. English football was set up by local factories, churches, that kind of thing. West Ham was an East London uh, mm, factory. Yeah. Thames Iron Works. That was the same across the country. They were set up to give working class communities something to do and watch at the weekends. And this idea that we've had it bigger and better than ever before is not only absolute PR nonsense, Mm. it is quantifiably easy to disprove because tickets, they say, oh, the TV revenues, the billions of TV revenues help us to keep prices of tickets and jerseys down. It's actually the opposite. Even if you account for inflation, uh, going to see Arsenal, West Ham, Chelsea, Liverpool, any Premier League before the Premier League was born mm. was cheaper, much, much cheaper than it is now. And I don't just mean in a literal sense. Right. I mean, even if yeah. you take inflation mm. into yes. account, yeah. it was still 20, 30% cheaper then mm. before they were making billions of pounds in TV revenue. How is that possible? Jerseys were cheaper then, even if you account for inflation, than they are now. 
How is that possible mm. if they're making so much money? It's pure, unadulterated greed. Yeah. Those jerseys do not need, they do not need to be £100. They don't. Yeah. They are manufactured for less than £5. Yeah. Mm. They don't need to be £100 there. They don't need to be $150 in Singapore. They don't. It's People's just, Park uh, Centre, they're cheaper. Right? They are, yeah. We won't talk about <laughs> uh, the Passabala. They're very cheap. <laughs> but uh, if you're West Ham, West Ham, then you're okay. So no need uh, for the greed. There's just yeah. too much greed. And it's going it's, it's the right. it's going to too few people mm. it's not filtering down well final yeah. word for you people as we uh, end up this segment uh, about the importance of money when it comes to developing football because that's where you are every day yeah uh, it's really important because uh, you you need money to to fund the coaches you need money for the equipments you need money for proper fields to train on yeah so money at the bottom is really really important but we are we are always seeing this that money is spent on the top not at the bottom, mm, but mm. it's at the bottom where you have more people, you have the, the most number of players there. Yeah. Yeah, and money is not spent there. No trickle-down economics, Neil. No, and uh, and I think everybody's paying for it because it's become a global league, which is great for us. We get to, I've made a living writing about football, you've made a yeah, living yeah. hosting football, yeah. uh, EPL and so on, and that's great. But we're all paying and paying and paying yeah. and paying and the money is not necessarily filtering down. The ticket prices are going up. Cable television packages are going up. Yeah. Jersey prices are going up. Where does the money go? It goes to people like Richard Scudamore so he can go <laughs> shooting with his Chelsea friend, yeah. Bruce Buck, at the weekend and shoot clay pigeons. And I'm not yeah. having it. I don't know where the workers. Let's go on strike. Protest. Where's my placard? <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, we'll thank uh, Neil Humphreys and people all for their comments on the beautiful game.